Hello and welcome to another edition of Defending the Den. I'm your host, Scotty Waz. How are you guys doing? Are you in the Christmas spirit? Hey, me neither. Let's uh, let's wait till wait till last week and then put the tree up and it's a great time for everybody. In any case, the Black Bears uh, went on the road this weekend, traveled up 95 just a wee bit, and went to Philadelphia adjacent to take on the Rebels for the first time this season. Uh, still, uh, you know, teams haven't seen yet, won't see Northeast until the new year either. So an interesting matchup against two squads that haven't faced each other. And, of course, also uh, Tyler Stern going back to the place in which he uh, came from up in Philadelphia, spent a year and a half or uh, up there. So uh, uh, we will talk to him later on about that experience and all the other fun stuff that goes on. But let's get to Friday night. And Friday night, things were looking nice. Things uh Really early, the Black Bears were uh, playing pretty dang well. Uh, starts off, you know, the shots out there, of course, offense clicking at all times, as they often are to do. Unfortunately, the power plays not clicking as much as they would want. Had two power plays early and uh, could not convert on all of them, uh, which would push the scoreless drought on the power play up a little more. But just past the halfway point, Jeremy Trombley, who else? But Jeremy Tremblay puts home uh, the first goal of the game. Loose puck in front of the net. Finds it somehow. Puts it home for his 14th of the season all alone. And the Black Bears up one nothing. Then later on into the frame, uh, the uh, Luke Janis would get in the goal column. His third of the year. A nice little wrister from the right dot. And just uh, going over the shoulder of uh, Lucas Furstein. And uh, there you go, two to nothing for the Black Bears on Janice's third. Trace Johnson, his tenth assist. Black Bears go into the intermission up two to nothing. But Philadelphia would get one back early in the second period. Charles Panchison uh, just takes the puck and finds uh, finds it in a scrum, puts the uh, puts the Rebels on the board, cuts the lead in half. But then less than a minute later, Riley Rue gets his first of the year's first official. Goal of the year on a nice little tip shot off an Evan Sofakitis uh, point shot. And it is 3-1 on Ruse first. Sofakitis' 14th assist. Adam Shankula, his 19th assist. Owen Lepec in net was uh, tested early, but he was able to stand true to the task for the time being. He made some great saves, made some good kickout saves. Uh, was able to see some of the puck through traffic, and then away we go. Um... Then Adam Shankula adds to the goal support on that one with his 10th of the season as he would just bear down, uh, throwing it on net, and just fooling first Seth in that one, making it 4-1. to one. That would be first Seth's last goal of the night. Shankula's 10th goal. Jesse Horacek's 8th assist. So Fikidis gets his 15th assist and 2nd of the game. After that goalie change, though, that's when the Rebels kind of woke up. Max Marquette gets his 5th of the year not long after that timeout or the media timeout. And just getting behind the defense and scoring on the breakaway to make it four to two. That's where we would land in the third period. And the third period was one to forget for the Black Bears. Starting off very early, 349 in. Josh uh, Glizia gets his uh, second of the year, uh, just putting one home to make it four to three. And then, and not long after that, friendly fire as a passing attempt to flex off a or a clearing attempt to flex off a Black Bear skate. Um, Julian Brown getting his first on the year. I think he might have actually tried to center it in front. It goes off a of Black Bear skate, and then we are tied up. 
Black Bears, again, having some trouble with the uh, the power play, giving up a couple chances, uh, uh, including a, uh, a power a penalty shot uh, for Max Marquette. He was unable to convert on that penalty shot, but as the power play was ending on that same uh, situation, he scored his sixth of the year on a two-on-one, uh, batting it out of midair, and then six of the season for Marquette made it five to four. Black Bears tried to get things going, but Jack Philoff uh, was solid in net for the Rebels, and he shuts the door to get the win. Black Bears fall after a not so great third period, and uh, five to four the final. Owen Lee Pack with uh, 25 saves in this one um, for the Black Bears. So short memory on that. They had to shake it off, and then they go to Saturday against the same two teams. And then a little bit of a more interesting situation. Philadelphia came out firing, put a lot of shots on net. Colin Ronan, though, was solid, uh, stopping some shots, making sure that the, the rebounds, uh, A, didn't get to the danger zones, and B, uh, had a black bear in there. Unfortunately, Patty Fortune uh, got his fourth of the year with uh, 5-10 remaining in the first period. A 4-on-4, just uh, redirecting a shot from the point, just eluding Ronan. And making it one to nothing. Second period, a lot of back and forth, a lot of uh, odd man rushes. Colin Ronan was solid. Jack Feloff was uh, solid for Philadelphia as well. Uh, Philadelphia, kind of a tale of two periods. Philadelphia controlled the play in the first part. In the second part of the period, the Black Bears were able to get their offensive swagger back and even draw a couple penalties late in the period, which would carry over into the third. And wouldn't you know it, that would be one of the things to get him going in the third period. Just 15 seconds in, Jesse Horacek, who was the last goal power play goal scorer back on November 3rd against Rochester, he gets a power play goal, his 10th of the year. Um, just a hammer from the dot to tie the game up. Riley Ruse first assist. Luca Mel also getting an assist, his fourth of the year. That fired up the Black Bears. In a big, big way, they would put pressure on, put pucks on net, and wouldn't you know it, Riley Roos, second in as many games, gets his second of the year, just finding a loose puck in front, pumping at home uh, with Sebastian Brockman getting his first assist of the season, Jesse Hordcheck, his ninth assist, Black Bears in the lead. Ronan and the defense shut things down, keeping the attacks at bay, and then with only nine seconds remaining, Jeremy Trombley decides to throw in his 15th of the year, sandwiching the weekend, opening the goal scoring, closing the goal scoring, and there it is. Uh, Tremblay with his 15th assist, uh, 15th goal. Dimitri Kibru, 21st assist, and Colin Ronan getting an assist. We got a goalie assist in this one, his first in his NHL career. So a big situation for that. Black Bears split the weekend. Could have been much better. Also could have been much worse as well. So uh, two points. It is what it is. You, you play the hands you're dealt with. And uh, these two teams will actually face off against each other this weekend as uh, they return serve back to Piney Orchard, the last home weekend uh, for the Black Bears in the calendar year. So it should be a fun one. Go down there uh, this weekend if you can. Tickets.MarylandBlackBears.com. Friday night, still a few tickets available for Teddy Bear Toss Night. Saturday night, very limited tickets available for Toys for Tots Night. Uh, The crowd should be packed for Saturday night. And uh, you're gonna you're gonna want to get down there, get to see this team going. Uh, they are, you know, they're pretty dang good, if uh, we do say so ourselves. Uh, Black Bears sitting in first place only by a meager point over the Maine Nordiques. 
Um, and uh, Black Bears kind of hitting that valley, mid-season valley. They've been playing since the beginning of the year. Uh, they have not had a weekend off, unlike some other teams in the division. They won't get their first weekend off until the end of the year. Um, so uh, they will have to cherish that. So right now, 18-6 and 440 points with a plus-28 gold differential above Maine. Northeast, Rochester, New Hampshire, and Johnstown, Philadelphia, sitting in eighth, but within striking distance with a couple of games in hand of their own for everybody. So that's where we stand on that one. And the Black Bears made an announcement that uh, this weekend they'll be without two of their uh, two of the regulars in the lineup, but for good cause. Adam Shankula and Evan Sofakitis both got called up to the Youngstown Phantoms, that pipeline of the Black Bears sport group. Uh, working its uh, magic on that one. So Shankula will be up there. Sofakitis will be up there. Uh, congratulations to them. I mean, for Sofakitis, is a nice look for him as a 16-year-old, almost 17-year-old, uh, to uh, get a look at USHL action. Shankula, I mean, it's guy's been, you know, obviously part of the leadership team and uh, one of the stalwarts for the Black Bears the past couple seasons. So good for him to see a look in the USHL. A little bit of interview time right now, and we will uh, we'll get to the interviews with uh, Sam Shaheen, assistant coach of the Maryland Black Bears, joins us for Coach's Corner, talking a little bit about what happened this weekend, talking a little bit about uh, how this team uh, responded, what they said to him in the locker room, and going into this weekend as well. Maryland Black Bears assistant coach Sam Shaheen there. Sam, man, what a weekend that was, a very roller coaster weekend for you. What was your assessment after that? Yeah, I think we started out... Uh, I think we started out pretty good and then you know the wheels kind of f fell off there so uh, we just have to put 60 minutes together and we know we're a good hockey team it's just coming down to the the little details that we have to keep focusing on what do you say behind the bench when something like that is ongoing and then after the fact of that third period for Friday it's just trying to con control emotions you know you can't do much more than that you're just trying to control you know what's in front of us and and how we can improve on our play at the moment um, unfortunately we weren't able to do that so you know they're just little conversations and, and going back to the drawing board and, and trying to figure out what the problem was and uh, hope that we can make the adjustments for the next night and conversely you guys had the big third period on Saturday night including a power play goal which is something we haven't seen in about a month ahead of time that had to feel good for the boys and, and for you guys too behind the bench yeah it was a huge relief for us uh, it was a huge relief for everybody and you know good job on the on the guys that were out there that that was able to get the job done but uh, you know we have to continue to build on that we need more power play goals and and right there it just shows that you know power play is really crucial so for us to be able to get the power play goals and you know capitalize on those on those chances it's it makes a huge difference for the game about halfway through the season and almost at the winter break here. What has your assessment been of the team so far up until this point? Oh, the team's great. They, they really are. And, you know, it's a long season and you're going to have ups and downs. And I think we're going through it right at the right time. Um, you know, the biggest thing is when we come back from break, we have to continue what we are doing. But, um, you know, with the long season, you're, you have to face some adversity. And, and we're doing that, and the guys are doing a great job getting through it. So uh, we're happy about it. Uh, we're happy as a team. We're happy as a staff. So uh, just trying to continue that trend in the second half. Now you faced Philadelphia all season. Now you got back-to-back -back series with them. Easier or harder to coach against in terms of seeing a team back-to-back? It just depends. It, it, it all depends on the adjustments that, that both teams make. Uh, obviously, we have our game plan in mind and, and our work ethic that we want to you know, come forth with 
uh, in this series, but at the end of the day, we have to counter whatever they're throwing at us. So um, it'll be it'll be a chess match for sure, and and we're looking forward to it. Assistant Coach Sam Shaheen. Next up is Trace Johnson, part of that leadership group that I mentioned with Adam Shankula. Talk to him about what was said between the team after that happened, focusing on it and also his uh, time with the Tri-State Spartans, a, a feeder system of sort for the Maryland Black Bears. Trace Johnson here with the Maryland Black Bears. And Trace, uh, up and down a weekend for you guys. What did you take out of this weekend against Philadelphia? Um, first game, yeah, it was tough. Gave up a big comeback, but... Second game, I thought we played our game. What do you what do you what do you say as a leadership team after that third period on Friday? Um, I think we just just have to stick with like the little details, and that's what our coach told us, and that's what we were implying the first game. I mean, the second game. So I think it came out like that. Now you look at the your season so far, pretty good thus far this season. What's the key for you guys to stay focused on that to keep this uh, ride going? Um, I think honestly, just a group of guys like we keep preaching the same message, like the same little details going into the break. And I think if we go into it hot, I think we come out, come back, loving to come back more. When you look at where you've been, this is uh, third year here in Maryland? Yeah, third year. Third year, and then you came from Tri-State with guys like Shankula and uh, Keaton Lipset. How has that been for you transition-wise? What did you learn out of Tri-State that you moved on to the NAHL? Um, I learned that it is, a, it is a lot different, but because the coaches, they are here for you more. It's not like, because you have to rank more. It's not like you have school to deal with if you're out of it. Mm -hmm. And the guys are, you're just easy to hang out with the guys more. That sounds good. Now you guys face Philadelphia once again. And is it easier or harder to face a team back-to-back? -back? I think it's always harder because then they know what you're going to do. you got to, like, they're, they're prepared now, and it's hard to win back-to-back -back in this league. Yeah, absolutely. Trace Johnson. And finally, joined by Tyler Stern, the newest Black Bear, and uh, we get his take on playing his old teammates, the trade process. It was a wild trade process uh, that he went through, and also uh, what to look forward to in this uh, second half and uh, through the uh, the next next hell the next series for that matter. Joined now by Tyler Stern. Tyler, welcome to Maryland. How has the transition been? Thank you very much. Um, the guys and coaching staff and. Fans and everybody honestly has made it as smooth as it possibly can be. Um, from literally picking me up at my old rank, taking me to uh, my first games in New Hampshire, to talking to everyone on the bus ride, to all the fans giving me <laughs> knuckles during my first home game and welcoming me to the team. Um, it's, it's really been awesome. The culture here is great and I, I've been more than welcomed. How has, how has that been in terms of like when you learn you get traded and, and all the process through that? Is it just like a whirlwind you can't really think? Yeah, yeah, it was it was kind of a crazy process. You know, um, I was I was sitting at my billet house in Philadelphia for uh, two or three days waiting to hear something, you know, patiently waiting. Phone calls with my mom freaking out, oh my God, what's happening? To then finally um, Thursday morning, Clint called me and said, you know, I, I finally got you. Like, we're going to come pick you up in 30 minutes and... It was it was just excitement and um, kind of just an eagerness to to be a black bear because uh, it means a lot. Now you you had to face off against your old team here this weekend, uh, this last weekend. How was that to go back in there? I mean, it seemed like they uh, welcomed you back. Very, yeah, very yeah. Uh, hit and miss. But how was that for you? It was um it, it was definitely interesting. Um, you know, it's always obviously gonna be a little bit emotional. It's it's a place that I called home for a year and a half. Um, it's where I tendered when, when I joined the North American Hockey League. But at the end of the day, uh, now it's, it's an opponent. 
um, and they wanted a battle, and, and I kind of felt that. And so last weekend was a battle, and I'm, this weekend's really going to be a battle at, uh, at the home rink playing in here for the first time. So like I said, it's an opponent. So um, you just got to go out there. You know, you could be friends with them off the ice, but but when I'm on the ice with them, it's it's no longer former teammates. And uh, I let the guys on my new team know, like, I'm riding with them. And, um, you know, if I got to go to war with guys that I used to play with, I got to go to war with guys that I used to play with. What was that weekend like? It seemed you guys had a really roller coaster weekend, especially on that third period on Friday and then in the ups again on that third period on Saturday. What was your assessment of the weekend? Um, I think that, like you said, first two periods Friday were, were pretty solid. I think we played the way that we would like to play. And then the third period, uh, it got a little bit sloppy. Um, we know that they're a team that likes to play fast. They're going to try to get guys behind our defensemen. Um, and, and they got some very good skilled hockey players that can make plays. And I think in the third period, we kind of stopped taking away time and space from them. And, and we let their skill kind of kick in and almost take over to where in the third period on Saturday night, we did the complete opposite. I think that there were talks in the locker room, we're the bigger hockey team, we're the more experienced hockey team. Let's go in there and let, let's just take control this period. Let's play simple hockey. Um, let's, let's bang bodies. Let's mix things up a little bit. And at the end of the day, get pucks to the net. And that's how you saw um, both of the goals before the empty netters were scored. It, it was nothing fancy, just um, simple, hard hockey. And uh, that's, it. that's how you got to win hockey games at this point in the season. For you playing back-to-back games against another team, is that easier or harder for you guys to kind of assess? I think that it always helps um, kind of seeing things Friday night. It mm -hmm. makes Saturday a little bit easier. You know what you're going to get. Um, but Friday night's always interesting. You could pre-scout a team as much as you would like. Obviously, that we only play uh, teams within our division. But you never know. Got teams can throw curveballs at you with a different lineup, with a new system, new face-off plays, all that stuff. So Saturday is usually easier, just just systematically knowing what the other team's kind of going to bring bring your way. And this weekend, you guys got him again. It's going to be a home weekend, so probably a little bit more energy brought to the ring. You know, what's what's your obviously four points is the goal, but what's the key thing that you guys have been working on this week? Um, we've really been been working on uh, getting pucks to the net, getting pucks behind the net, and keeping them moving. You know, keeping them out of what we like to call the cemetery, which is the corners. You know, that's where plays go to die. So. We're working on keeping guys and pucks moving in the offensive zone, making sure everything's going to the net hard, and, and we got guys crashing the net for rebounds, for weak side chances, spreading that ice out, and, and making the uh, goaltender's life very, very hard. <laughs> Tyler Stern, the Maryland Black Bears. Thank you. Thanks to Sam and Trace and Tyler for their time. Uh, always good to talk to them. Also, uh, thanks to uh, Jess and Chris of the Black Bears, setting it all up, giving it the time and the space for it. Those videos will be up on Defending Den MBB on Twitter. Um, so catch them from there. A little alumni news for you before we get out of here uh, ahead of the weekend. Uh, Bradley Jenyon playing for the SPHL now uh, with the Make It Mayhem. He's got a goal and two assists, including two assists this past weekend uh, for Macon. Uh, great to see him succeeding as the uh, Maxlisfeld Great Britain native is uh, doing his dang thing down in the SPHL, applying his craft, uh, trying to move up that North American minor league ladder. Kyle Oleksiak is in his third season with the University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire with a goal and two assists so far this season. Uh, good of him to uh, get some uh, getting on the board there in the early going for Wisconsin-Eau Claire. Um, Luke Mountain, the... Uh, one of the Mr. Black Bear representatives 
of uh, of the past five, now going on six years, has moved over to Osberg University to team up with for another former captain in Logan Kahn's, uh, and he got his first collegiate goal uh, this season. Uh, he's got a goal and two assists in nine games, matching his total throughout the entire entirety of his Vermont career. So awesome to see him going into the right spot, finding a spot that fits for him, and then uh, taking full advantage of it right now. So shout out to Luke Mountain for that. Bobby Staring, uh, who has been uh, at Navy or at Army rather, took on Navy uh, in the uh, ACHA ranks, and uh, that Division Two team for the ACHA Army they are stacked. And starring back on the blue line has added to that total eight goals and six assists in seven games for Army's D2 squad in the club side. So awesome to see him succeeding well uh, in the uh, even in the ACHA ranks. I mean, hell, college hockey is college hockey. So why wouldn't you be proud of doing that, especially when you are then learning to also serve your country as well? That's a hell of a thing uh, for sure. And Birch Gorman uh, played last season for the Black Bears for a time. Uh, he is at Elmira College. He's got one assist so far in eight games this year. So good for him. Uh, again, continuing his career there at Elmira College. A pretty solid college up there in Elmira. So uh, going to a very good program and also contributing uh, in his time there as well. So there is your uh, your break there of the alumni news. And that'll do it. We have done it again. Uh, again, this weekend, tickets.marylandblackbears.com. Very limited tickets available. On Friday night, bring a bear, throw it on the ice rather than a fish. Um, and, you know, hopefully Bruno won't get too mad. All those will go to uh, help children's, I believe, children's hospitals in that one. So awesome. Then Saturday is Toys for Tots. Bring a uh, new unwrapped toy and uh, spread that holiday cheer all around. So it uh, it is the giving season. So if you have the ability to, please do. And, uh, yeah, we've done it. Another week in the bag. And I'm Scotty Wallace. Take care of yourself and someone else. Uh, this has been Defending the Den, part of the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction and Podcast Monsters at Defending Den MBB for Twitter stuffs there. And then also we will uh, have some stuff up on Clutching Crab Hockey as well. Uh, until next time through, uh, we will talk about another matchup against Philadelphia. We'll preview what's happening against Johnstown as they end the calendar year in Western PA. So until next time through, peace.